the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WHK Cleveland. This is WHK Color Channel 14 Cleveland Radio. Where your hearing swings. Where your hearing swings. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome to Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about an interesting topic that uh, is more important each day and each passing week when we're talking about international armed conflict. There's several of them going around in the world at any one time, and a lot of them in the recent news. And uh, we thought we'd spend today talking a little bit about the role of something you've heard of, a group you've heard of, and maybe could use a little more information about, and that's the Red Cross. Today, joining us, we have Sharon Castro from the American Red Cross here in the Cleveland area, and also Jim McIntyre from the Red Cross. And uh, Sharon, uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, tell well, us uh, a little bit about what, what do you do with the Red Cross? Well, I am the International Humanitarian Law Regional Lead, and my job is to um, up. Uh, organize and administer the IHL program, as we call it, International Humanitarian Law. And we have an adult dissemination program that teaches the public about IHL, and we also have a youth action campaign for young people ages 13 to 24 who also teach IHL to their peers. So we run those two programs. Oh, excellent. And uh, Jim McIntyre, you're with us, former WHK alumni. That's right, Nick. Yes. Yeah, so well, what, what are you doing for the Red Cross? I'm the regional uh, communications director. So the Red Cross has uh, five basic uh, lines of service. It's uh, bl- blood, of course. We collect 40% of the nation's blood supply. But we also respond to more than 60,000 disasters every year. Uh, in northern Ohio, more than three home fires every 24 hours. So blood, disaster, training services. We offer training for life-saving skills such as CPR and uh, first aid. Uh, service to the armed forces. Sharon's very heavily involved in that as well. When we uh, try to provide services to the men and women in, uh, in the military and veterans and their families. And then finally, the area that we're basically focusing on today, international humanitarian, uh, international services overall. International services, when we talk about humanitarian law, I know that uh, part of of what the Red Cross does is they disseminate information about international humanitarian law. When I was in the military, we called it the laws of war, and we would educate military members about the humanitarian elements of war. And I I know that the Red Cross, they do basically uh, have a program where they talk about, about even war has rules. And some of the barbaric things we see happening that is so shocking is uh, all part of war. And, uh, and, and with that is 
pretty much where we go back to the Red Cross and its origins. And I know, Sharon, uh, you organized the International Humanitarian Law, the IHL uh, program, where there's somewhat of an outreach program going out to the public explaining what IHL is all about. Uh, how, how does that work? We have about oh, less than a minute. As a matter of fact, we'll go into it after our break. We're going to take a short break. We're, we're talking about international humanitarian law today uh, in the international law setting and the role of the American Red Cross and the Red Cross generally. And with us today, we have Sharon Castro and also Jim McIntyre from the American Red Cross. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back after these words, so please don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. We'll be right back. Everyone needs a dentist. In selecting a family dentist, you want to make sure they are the very best. Dr. Kenneth Wolnick is one of the best dentists in our area. Rated for the past six years as one of the top dentists in Northern Ohio by Cleveland Magazine, Dr. Wolnick is one of the top 5% of dentists awarded a prestigious fellowship by the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wolnick's office is conveniently located at 6363 York Road in Parma Heights. You can reach his office to schedule an appointment by calling 440-888-5055. That's 440-888-5055. There is nothing better than great dental care from a great dentist. Cloud9. It provides complete computer system support for your business. And better yet, offers these services at a fixed cost. Cloud9. It is truly a flat fee company whose goals align with those of your business. We both need you to be up and running to make money. Monthly, you'll receive only one bill and all the service that you need. Call Cloud9 now at 844-556-8394 to find out how Cloud9 can save you time and money. That's cloud with a K, 9, at 844-556-8394 to fix your IT costs now. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. Today we're talking about war crimes and the need for being uh, sensitive to humanitarian needs and realities in the time of war or armed conflict. We're talking to Sharon Castro from the American Red Cross, along with Jim McIntyre from the Red Cross. Uh, Sharon heads up the uh, humanitarian law uh, Division or section? How do you how do you label that, Sharon? It is the International Humanitarian Law Program. 
the program. And I know you have a series of speakers. Uh, how, what do these speakers talk about and where do they go? Uh, our instructors teach a course called Even War Has Rules, and it tells the basics of international humanitarian law so that the public will understand what it is all about. There are many people who have never even heard of it. And as signatories to the Geneva Conventions, which embody international humanitarian law, we as a country are obligated to teach these rules to the public so that they will be able to analyze current events and decide if the military and political leaders are adhering to these laws. And if they are not, uh, to encourage them to do so. The um, origins of the Red Cross goes back historically uh, to observing what happens during war. And when when was that, and, and how did the Red Cross movement get started, just briefly? It started with one man, Henri Dunant, a Swiss businessman, who saw the aftermath of a battle, saw men dying on the battlefield without any assistance, so he said he didn't ever want to see that again. So he went to great efforts to start the International Committee of the Red Cross and get the first Geneva Convention started in, in 1864. And what do those conventions accomplish? Uh, they are actually the rules that tell combatants what is permitted and what is prohibited, tactics and weapons during war, and it also explains what protections are available to different categories of people, uh, combatants, non-combatants, civilians. So it's prohibitions, permissions, and protections during war. You know, I notice every time we have a combat or a war area beginning, the initial days and weeks of the war are just shocking to everyone, the brutality and the death and that kind of thing. But after a while, after months or even years of war, it becomes somewhat normalized. And with regard to the Red Cross, we actually got into the International Red Cross. Well, what is the difference between the American Red Cross and the International Red Cross? Well, the initial body of the Red Cross was the International Committee of the Red Cross, and it still exists, and it responds to armed conflict situations. Uh, then we have the National Societies, of which the American Red Cross is one, and there's one in 192 different countries. So almost every country in the world has a Red Cross or a Red Crescent, which is the Islamic countries. And then we have the International Federation, which coordinates all of the national societies. But the one that focuses uh, most strongly on armed conflict is the International Committee. When we watch war areas erupt around the world and, and we see what, what happens with regard to the apparent uh, lack of respect for human life and, and some of the things that are prohibited by the Geneva Conventions, like uh, making war on civilian populations and that kind of thing, how, how is it that the Red Cross or the Red Crescent can actually function when you have these belligerents, uh, armed soldiers running around killing everybody. Uh, how does this work? Well, the Red Cross has fundamental principles that guide all of our actions, and one of them is neutrality. The Red Cross and the Red Crescent do not take sides in any conflict or any controversy. 
and if we if we did take sides, we wouldn't be able to work with all of these these uh, uh, states and armed groups that are waging war. So if we can maintain neutrality, not take sides, then all sides are willing to talk to us. All sides are willing to let us into their countries with humanitarian aid, and all countries and armed groups will permit us to visit prisoners of war to determine if they are being treated humanely. So neutrality is of the essence. That is the essence of the Red Cross. We are not political. We are humanitarian. You know, we mentioned earlier that uh, we should be aware of what the uh, international humanitarian law is and, and what should be practiced as far as having rules for warfare. Uh, what what does a Red Cross worker, volunteer, what do they do when they're in a war zone on behalf of a Red Cross organization and they see what appears to be violations of that fundamental humanitarian law? Can they report it or what do they do? They can report it. The Red Cross does not have any enforcement capabilities. So all we can do is try to educate parties on what their behaviors should be, uh, try to use persuasion and negotiation, and the Red Cross will not report it because that would be a breach of trust and a breach of our neutrality. Uh, but there are some cases where we can get involved in, in it and some cases where we cannot. It's a very touchy political situation, and we have to be very careful about uh, how we approach it. But mostly it's education and persuasion. Uh, how safe is it for a person to be a Red Cross volunteer in a war zone? Sounds awfully dangerous to me. Well, there's always the chance of injury and death, and there have been some injuries and deaths, fortunately very few. Uh, the Red Cross does not put people deliberately in harm's way. If it is not safe to go somewhere, then our, our people just don't go there until it is safe to do so or until they can get uh, protection and safe passage. Uh, so we can't always respond as quickly as we would like to because sometimes we have to wait. You know, looking at the way things are going today, and we're in October of 2023, with, with conflicts going on around the world, do the different Red Cross and Red Crescent uh, groups seem to be working together still? They should be. That is certainly our goal. Uh, one of our other fundamental principles is unity, and that is everyone working together under the same principles, under the same basic procedures, guided by the International Red Cross in Geneva, Switzerland. Uh, so, yes, they should be working very well together. Impartiality is another one of our fundamental principles, and that means we, we treat people according to their need. We do not consider any personal characteristics, what side they're on, what their religion is, their nationality, their ethnicity. So it, it shouldn't matter when our Red Crosses are working together. Uh, everybody is treated the same way. The, does the Red Cross send, uh, like, Red Cross packages and things to uh, other countries, and, or do they just do that here in this country, in the United States? Uh, no, for the most part, when we deliver aid, we like to do it firsthand. That way we know that the aid reaches the people that it is supposed to reach. So we will not normally send, we, we might send things to other national societies, 
um, but we would not, for instance, deliver anything to a government or an armed group directly. We would like to go right to the source of where it is needed. How safe is it for the Red Cross volunteers to be in these war zones? You mentioned that they can be injured or even killed. Uh, how much of a threat is that? Or, or are they pretty well respected by all sides so far? Yes, that is the, that is what we strive for very strenuously is to be respected and to be trusted. And all of our aid workers will be wearing Red Cross identification and uh, they are protected. I mean, they should, they are civilians, they are aid workers. And if everybody is following the law, they should not be attacked. Uh, that does not mean they can't be collateral damage from time to time. And that's why we are very careful about where we send people and when. When, say, American volunteers volunteer from this country and they go to a foreign country to a war zone and they're working there for the Red Cross, are they there as members of the American Red Cross or are they there working under, uh, say, the auspices of the International Red Cross? Well, they are there under the auspices of the American Red Cross, but, of course, they are always subject um, to guidance from the International Federation and the International Committee. Um, mm -hmm. It's everyone working together. Uh, real, real quick before we take a break, with American Red Cross members being overseas and they know Americans are either being held captive, either as civilians or as military, uh, do the Red Cross members still try to visit with the, the Americans and report back to the United States how they're doing? Uh, yes, uh, the, um, the Red Cross, the International Red Cross, the committee, tries to visit detainees uh, to determine how, if they are being treated humanely, uh, but they have to get the permission of the country who is holding them. And that's where the education and the persuasion comes in if there is not the immediate desire to let us in. But yes, sure. uh, they, they would visit detainees to determine if they're all right. Well, we're talking to Sharon Nicastro from the American Red Cross, and we're going to take a short break. We'll be back with Jim McIntyre to talk about how you might be able to get involved with the Red Cross and what all is going on here in Ohio. So don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK. We'll be right back after these words. Don't go away. Everyone needs a dentist. In selecting a family dentist, you want to make sure they are the very best. Dr. Kenneth Wolnick is one of the best dentists in our area. Rated for the past six years as one of the top dentists in Northern Ohio by Cleveland Magazine, Dr. Wolnick is one of the top 5% of dentists awarded a prestigious fellowship by the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wolnick's office is conveniently located at 6363 York Road in Parma Heights. You can reach his office to schedule an appointment by calling 440-888-5050. 55. That's 440-888-5055. There's nothing better than great dental care from a great dentist. Cloud9. It provides complete computer system support for your business. And better yet, offers these services at a fixed cost. 
Cloud9. It is truly a flat fee company whose goals align with those of your business. We both need you to be up and running to make money. Monthly, you'll receive only one bill and all the service that you need. Call Cloud9 now at 844-556-8394 to find out how Cloud9 can save you time and money. That's Cloud with a K, 9, at 844-556-8394 to fix your IT costs now. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with us, with you, with all of us, for our final segment of The Advocate today. Uh, We're talking about the American Red Cross and what they do, especially in combat situations and the international humanitarian law. Well, the question is, what what if you're out there, you have some background experience and some inclination to get involved? What do you do? Uh, We have Jim McIntyre from the uh, American Red Cross here in the Cleveland area, Northeast Ohio. Uh, Jim, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Nick. What if somebody's out there inclined to want to get involved? They're they're moved by what's going on and they think they can help. What what should they do? Well, there are three ways people can get involved with the American Red Cross. Uh, they can donate blood. We provide forty percent of the nation's blood to hospitals uh, and their patients. They can volunteer. We have volunteers. 90% of our workforce is comprised of volunteers. Uh, These are people who uh, can sometimes in the middle of the night uh, leave their homes in order to help others who have just lost everything in a home fire or who travel across the country to help the residents of a region that have been affected by a hurricane or wildfires. And then they can donate money. The Red Cross is not a government agency. The only way we can fulfill our mission, which is to prevent and alleviate human suffering in the face of emergencies, is uh, by the generosity of the American public. So those are the three ways people get, can get involved. Donate blood, uh, donate time, or donate money. Is there a website or a phone numbers that people can call? Yes. Yes, the Red Cross uh, has a website, redcross.org. That's a website where you can go to find out what volunteer opportunities are available to you. Um, and there are uh, many, from being a blood donor ambassador, meaning helping people register and making sure they have a, a positive experience at a blood drive, to uh, being a disaster action team member, responding to those home fires or those hurricanes, and uh, helping members of the military and their families and veterans by um, providing emergency communications 
For instance, if there's a, a crisis back home and a service member is deployed overseas, the Red Cross is charged with helping get that service member back home. So there are many ways you can uh, volunteer your, your time uh, at redcross.org. You can also find a way to donate money from that website as well. To donate blood, we'd like you to visit redcrossblood.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. Uh, the website provides an easy way to enter your zip code, which will then populate uh, all the blood drives and the times and dates that are near you so you can uh, make an appointment that's most convenient for you. Right now, Nick, we're in a, uh, a terrible national blood shortage. Uh, blood donations have been coming in more slowly than they've been going out. Uh, we've been supplying hospitals with blood faster than we've been getting donations for the past several months. Uh, donations fell by 25% in August. And so we are appealing to the public to uh, roll up their sleeves and to make an appointment to donate blood today. Well, Jim, thanks for the information. We we know that the uh, Red Cross offers a lot of opportunities. Selecting what participation uh, you want to do in whatever activity, that's up to the volunteers, is that right? That's right, yes. And they can get all that information, again, at redcross.org, uh, just uh, tapping the volunteer tab at the top of the page, and it will populate with all the volunteer opportunities that are available. So with regard to uh, you're involved in the Northeast Ohio area, the, the Ohio region or the Northern Ohio region, is that right? Yes, it's, it's the Northern Ohio region. We, we uh, help people in 31 counties across Ohio and one county in Southwest Michigan, uh, 5.3 million people. And um, the majority of that help is through disaster responses as mentioned, more than three home fires every 24 hours throughout the region, but also in training uh, people to learn life-saving skills like CPR and uh, by connecting members of the military, their families and veterans uh, with emergency services, and then providing um, life-saving blood. It's, it's important that people understand that blood cannot be manufactured it, there's no synthetic blood, and it can't be stockpiled. There's a shelf life. So we need people to uh, not only think about making a blood donation in the immediate future, but also uh, thinking about becoming a regular blood donor and donating in the weeks and months ahead. You're eligible to donate whole blood every 56 days, and uh, it, it, it's, it's important for people who are suffering from cancer uh, mothers who have troubled childbirths, uh, accident victims, those are the people who are uh, really in need of blood transfusions. Okay, and uh, Sharon, with regard to international humanitarian law, uh, how can people here in northern Ohio uh, hear or become acquainted with the details of that? Where can they hear a presentation? We have a course called Even War Has Rules. It's about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes. We can deliver it virtually or in person to organizations. Uh, if anybody is interested in that, uh, they just need to call their local Red Cross office. It is the same course across the country, so you can even spread this information to family and friends elsewhere. 
just call the local Red Cross office and ask for international services and tell them you want to take the Even War Has Rules class, and we will set up something for you. Oh, oh, oh very good. Well, uh, that uh, is all of our time for this week, so thank you very much. Jim McIntyre, thank you for joining us, and Sharon, thank you for being our expert on international humanitarian law. And thank you for listening. Thank you both. And thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a happy, healthy, and safe week. Goodbye. In a dream, or in my drifting days after the war, I found a tea room north of the Mozambique shore. The Advocate is sponsored by Nick Phillips and is responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.